Hi, I'm Craig Conley and you're listening to District Conversations. For this week's show, I was joined by Hans Ober, CEO of TicketSwap. For those of you who don't know about TicketSwap, they're an Amsterdam-based fan-to-fan resale platform. Following on from last week's show with Noel Rock about ticket outs and secondary ticketing sites, I sat down with Hans to find out how TicketSwap can help eliminate the problem on our shores. Enjoy. So Hans, uh, first of all, how are you? I'm uh, really well. How are you? Very good. Very, very good. I suppose we'll, we can get straight into this. Um, the first thing I want to know is, is how did the, the ticket swap uh, idea come about? Um, when, when did you come up with I, the idea and how long was it before the idea became a reality? Well, I, I think I came up with the idea exactly five years ago. Well, not till the date, but around this period of time, I uh, got an idea because there are the were and there are a lot of events uh, around Amsterdam and yeah a lot of them were sold out immediately and most of the time ticket sales start when most people are working or on, in school uh, so yeah I saw e- events where people sold tickets they bought directly uh, five tickets because they suppose friends were going um, but they didn't or whatever and especially with those high demand events People uh, were selling tickets, so I wanted to get one, and it was still super hard to find a ticket uh, between all the scammers and the people that asked double the price and all, all that kind of negative uh, stuff surrounding the, uh, yeah, those events. And even when you have a ticket for sale, people don't they trust you. So I try, once tried to sell uh, a festival ticket, which was 180 euros. Mm-hmm. And yeah, basically, it was super hard to to get rid of it. Nobody trusted me, so I thought, why not figure this out and find a solution for this? Uh, yeah, first of all, I tried to find it online, but there was no such a solution. So I thought, okay, let's figure out how I see this, how I can fix this. I didn't have any knowledge of uh, yeah, technical knowledge. I just yeah, bit tech savvy, but that's it. I think. In October we started, so it's now August. In October we started, and uh, in December the first version was live. Uh, I was going to touch on the sort of touting aspect of it, um, but so so initially it wasn't just ticket touts and scammers; it was actually just genuine demand and events. Um, Amsterdam's quite a unique space in, in terms that it's quite a small city, but there's an awful lot going on. Was that one of the main things that drove it? That there is just so many people that can travel to main, to to Amsterdam from mainland Europe. And just so many events. Uh, initially, we just thought of it as something I needed and, and my friends needed, and we needed this. There was even, the, for example, uh, with Amsterdam dancing event where there were there there are around two or three hundred events. Most of them are ticketed, and yeah, you have to decide very early on where to go, and it's even yeah, no matter the demand of the event, you have to buy tickets in advance and your plans can change but every night there are eight events which are kind of similar so you can just go everywhere and yeah of course that there is such a concentration of events uh, going on helped us getting getting started um, but it's not necessary and later on we discovered that people from outside of Holland uh, came came Holland and bought tickets on TicketSwap. So we needed to yeah, add languages to add more currencies and all that stuff. So 
Yeah. And you mentioned the Amsterdam dance event. That's obviously you, you touched on how big an event that actually is. How busy um, does does ticket swap become around October time with with the whole uh, festival happening? Uh, yeah, very busy. We always say it's 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 our Christmas. Now it's uh, it's very busy. The the festival summer months here are busier in terms of yeah in 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 sales in a month uh, but yeah with Amsterdam dance events it's very much concentrated in just one week and yeah we see it, it's kind of mayhem and everybody who works here is young and wants to go to parties as well so yeah it's kind of a very interesting vibe uh, around that time here and what was Amsterdam dance event like in the years before ticket swap and was there a massive issue with ticket touts was there a problem with with scamming of tickets was there fake tickets in circulation uh, yeah, there were a lot of fake tickets, also a lot of people uh, yeah, committing identity fraud. So, uh, for example, you, you sell your tickets uh, to someone, that person asks for your ID to verify that you are the person you say you are and it's your ticket and blah, 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 some kind of extra uh, validation. Mm -hmm. But then that person doesn't do anything with a ticket except selling it 20 times and uh, with a Facebook account that's created to look like yours. And uh, if people don't trust that person, then they send your ID, if they, uh, your ID around. So, so that stuff happened a lot. People were touting, so insane prices. There was no overview as well. So the complete lack of transparency was also a big issue because if you post uh, on the Facebook wall, for example, that wanted to sell a ticket, even if it was a normal price, it was yeah, it was pushed down immediately by three other people selling something or looking for a ticket and didn't look because they were already writing when you posted it. So that kind of stuff, it was very, uh, it was a mess. And now it's transparent. It's it's one good overview. The pricing is uh, fair, and it works super neat. So. You mentioned yeah. um, you mentioned transparency there. It's a, there's a lot of transparency with the people that use the site linked to their Facebook accounts, and on the site itself, there's numerous positive testimonials from people saying that they've used the service. They're really, really happy with the service. Was this deliberate from your point of view to to make sure that people felt as comfortable as possible when using the service? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, I, I, when I came up with the idea, I saw that there were already some services. Uh, doing uh, secondary ticketing, but that was in a really bad way. So I thought, what can we do to make this m more open and honest and trustworthy? How would I like it? So that's why I said, okay, we need. I want to make it uh, open, but it's also the whole social element makes it much more likable. Uh, people are thanking each other for by for selling a ticket uh, they sent pictures after the event to the to the seller with hey thank you very much i really enjoyed the evening that kind of stuff makes it uh yeah much more more personal and it also for, makes it impossible to uh, make allegations that we uh, sell tickets ourselves instead of fans selling tickets mm -hmm. Now, for the Irish audience, I think it's important that we touch on the ticket touting crisis at the moment. Um, 
what are your thoughts on the suggestion that event organizers and primary ticket companies actually work together with big secondary ticket websites that facilitate touting well um yeah it's it's, it's this is a really difficult and political question um to start, I think when people organize events, they should be allowed to make money on that, but also in a transparent way. And if you look at uh, Seedwave and uh, other secondary platforms, they there is a lot of proof that they work or have worked in the past with ticket allocations. So ticket, a bunch of tickets that don't enter the free market, but directly go to the secondary ticketing platform. Um, yeah, and those practices are to make more money on an event and just, and also to be able in the meantime to uh, keep the, keep the marketing prices down. But that, that, for example, in the US, this ended up that in some cases, only 30% of the tickets ended up on the free market. And that's not fair if you say that you're sold out or that you, uh, are super high demand, so it's uh, in a lot of yeah a lot of cases they it's kind of an instrument to yeah create buzz to to earn more and I don't like it at all. Just be transparent. This is the price of a ticket, and just sell them. And um, we don't uh, we don't have allocations. It's all very clear who's selling the tickets. Um, we always try to to make it as fair as possible. And, and the practices that happen there is not fair in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And uh, in Ireland, uh, politician Noel Rock has called for the end of ticket touts recently, which has uh, prompted the Competition and Consumer Protection Commissioner to initiate investigations on ticket touts. Um, first of all, do you think it's a good thing to have a high profile politician get involved in this? And secondly, what steps do you feel are needed to be taken to fully eradicate ticket touts? Uh, yes, I think it's really good that uh, high-profile politicians are involved, um, but they have to watch out because you get dragged into uh, a lot of yeah dirt. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of there are a lot of uh, problems people that people see as a problem, but I think it needs to be very very clear what the exact issue is because ticket cutting and scamming. Uh, is often used uh, in the same sentence, but it's completely different. So uh, if you look at that, you have to be very careful as a politician uh, with handling this and to make sure that you are actually solving the right problem and not the wrong, the wrong solution for a different problem. Uh, I've seen I've seen it in Holland, for example. I've been uh, invited to the parliament to talk about this, and they wanted to make a, to create a price cap. But eventually, that doesn't. A lot of regulations force a lot uh, secondary ticketing again into the black market, into the dark alleys uh, of internet or physical dark alleys. Um, yeah, and th and those things make it even harder to uh, to uh, yeah keep an eye on it. So basically, the the best solution to to fix this, um, the only way with regulation that I can imagine, is make stuff make it uh, mandatory to make it more transparent. 
as you always have to see who the seller is. So in that case, that for example, that you are actually buying from uh, the organizers of, of, or from the concert promoter, so that you know that it's from them. They have to uh, be more transparent about those allocations. And that will solve a lot, I think, because a big part of the market that is being that yeah that people uh, see as the black market is in fact not the black market, but is the yeah, are the organizers or the artists or the uh, yeah the people behind the events. Um, as, uh, before we wrap up, I think the last thing I want to know would be what has been the most enriching experience so far with Ticket Swap. Um, I think the, yeah, it's more general. I think the whole realization that we really changed the market dynamics. Um, we've seen, for example, that yeah, we thought okay, we have the we have the whole Dutch dancing market. Uh, most of the secondary ticketing is going through TicketSwap and we cannot grow anymore here. But the funny thing is that we kept on growing and growing uh, and a lot of it came from, came from the Dutch market as well. And when you closely look at it, is that the, the, the visitors change their behavior. So a lot of events are sold out faster and, and people are easier to resell the tickets because they see it more as an open reservation. And on the other side, there's the maybe more the student types. They just wait and say, okay, yeah, I only go if my friends are actually going and uh, when I'm sure the weather is nice or when I don't have anything else to do. So the more or the less minute sales uh, also increase. So. Yeah, I'm really proud that we really made a difference in this market and I hope to do it in many more markets. Uh, brilliant. Hans, thank you very much for your time. I can personally say I'm very excited to see TicketSwap fully in Ireland and helping thousands of people get to concerts easier, less stressful, less paying less money than they have to pay. Um, that's Hans Ober, CEO of TicketSwap. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers. Hands over from TicketSwap there with a great insight into how Amsterdam and TicketSwap have tackled the touting issue. Uh, if you like what you listen to today on Distant Conversations, hit the subscribe button on iTunes, listen in on SoundCloud or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week. Bye bye.